The art of customer service is getting lost. The need for customer service is greater than ever. I don't know if people don't care if it's falling by the wayside, but it's it's no longer the focus of most places. And I think the, the customer service kind of mixed with the knowledge and just being there for the customer. Um, I think all together are things you can't get anywhere else to the fullest extent you can at Midwest Evening Appliance. Midwest TV and Appliance, you get more for your money. And again, we venture down the road of high-tech. Hi, Mike Hayes, and this is Cooley Region Cooks. Bjorn, yeah, I know you can hear me because that we talk to me let me hear if i let me see if i can hear you yeah are you oh uh, can you hear me right now i can and i can even understand you so yeah that's Woo-hoo. good we're good we're good how the heck are you oh i'm doing real good and how's doing your baby good. oh he's doing he's doing just fine he he's... i'm i'm slightly worried he's gonna start crawling in the next few days well as long as he doesn't start in the next few minutes you'll be all set yeah, right now he'd crawl out of my lap right now if, if he, he could. Was... Well, you know, and and the next phase will be I don't want to be in your lap. Let go of me. I got to go. There's something over there. I got to go get it. Uh-huh, for sure. Yeah, whenever I'm like holding him right now, he's always leaning out of my arms trying to grab stuff. Want to go somewhere sure. new things. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> What's his name? His name is Ardea. It's Latin for heron. Ardea and it's Latin yeah. for heron. Like the bird yeah. heron, yeah, like that's really the, interesting. Like, like a great blue heron, yeah. yeah. My wife Heidi and I like to bird watch a lot, so um, we and we like great blue heron, so we decided <laughs> to name him after that. Well, and since there's already a baby named Blue, you couldn't do that. <laughs> for sure, that. for sure. So yeah, that's his name, and he's doing doing quite well. Cool. I'm glad to. I'm glad to hear it. Glad to see him doing well. Ardea. So his nickname will be Artie or because, you know, his friends are not going to call him Ardea, right? We'll see. We'll see. Uh, Yeah, we'll see what his nickname ends up being. I have a son whose name is Andrew. I call him Andrew. His mother calls him Andrew. Uh, I think his brothers call him Andrew. None of his friends call him Andrew. Not a single one. Not even his girlfriends. They all (laughs) call him Andy. 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 Yeah. Aha. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, so you can call him Ardea, and uh, your his friends will call him something else. Long, yes. As long sure. as they, long as they're good. That that was isn't that one of those weird things that you go through? Or let's see, what's a, what are what are those? His initials will be P O O P. Okay, we can't do that. We got what's his? his <laughs> <laughs> that won't work. Let, oh, got to figure all that out. Crazy stuff. Well, I'm glad uh-huh. he looks. Uh, he looks healthy. Clearly, he's happy and willing to go play with something else in the meantime. Mm-hmm. So how are things at the Viroqua Food Co-op these days? Oh, they're um, going pretty good. You know, uh, everything's shifting every single day. Um, but uh, one thing that everyone kind of has in common is that we still all need to eat every three times a day. Yeah, that's and, for sure. Uh, that's kind of what we're in the business of doing is uh, being open to supply folks with great great groceries and great food to eat and so people are still swinging in and and enjoying the uh the great food and i don't what i'm really excited about is it's kind of the fall harvest season as we get closer to thanksgiving and this is some of my favorite food uh like local produce and whatnot is is uh in 
in the store right now um, and just really enjoying that. And I know uh, one thing that Ardea has here in his hand, I know it looks like some sort of funny object. It's a, a sweet potato. Actually. It looks like a finger up close with a tiny little, yeah. it's a sweet potato. Wow, that's cool. Yeah, it's a sweet potato, and it's one of his favorite foods so far. Really? That's yeah. awesome. And if you can keep that going until he's till later on, that will be that will really be cool. You know, you used to really love peas. Not anymore, Daddy. I don't like peas. <laughs> yeah, wait till he finds out. Grandpa doesn't like onions. Me neither. Wait a minute. Yeah. Sweet potatoes were your favorite thing. No, Grandma doesn't like sweet potatoes. I don't either. <laughs> it used to drive my dad crazy till he figured out when I explained to him, Dad, as soon as the boys look at whatever you made and don't have any idea what it is, they just decide, I don't like that, Grandpa. Instead of yeah. getting angry, start thinking, okay, well, that means your dad and I are going to eat yours and you're going to have to settle for peanut butter sandwich. They're going to be okay. And you and I are going to get to eat that fabulous sweet potato extravaganza. Yeah, for sure. Right now he's just mon he's just munching on them. We uh, sure. bake them up and puree them, and that's awesome. Can't get enough of them. Yeah, that's awesome. Hope that uh, hope that continues. How do things do? Yeah. You, do you see different uh, providers, different local growers when the season changes, or do those growers also change what they're growing? The guy who grew sweet corn is he also growing sweet potatoes, root vegetables, and stuff? Um, we. We source from around 60 different local farmers for yeah. our pro in our produce department. And so uh, a lot of times the farmers will specialize in certain things. Like these sweet potatoes that I've been eating are from an Amish grower, Levi Miller, down in Mount Hope, Wisconsin, which is a little bit closer to the Wisconsin River. And, uh, you know, we'll have our apple provider that just really focuses on growing apples. Ah. And there there's certain farms that are really good at growing lots of things. And uh, we'll buy... A lot of different produce and are those sometimes. are those specialty uh, farmers able to uh, to change over into something else during the uh, off season you can't get sweet potatoes year round uh, are they able well, to make something else to keep their uh, to, to feed their families <laughs> yeah well we're actually super lucky because sweet potatoes if you grow them and and cure them right after you dig them up they can store for a really long time. Oh, really? And and so this um, this grower, Levi Miller, that we've been working with, most of the time we'll have local sweet potatoes from him through like May every year. So it'll make it all the way through the whole entire winter and then into the springtime we'll still have them. Uh, and so he's just really skilled at growing them and curing them and storing them and keeping us in supply with, with them. And, oh, that's great. Uh, I know. I know I love them, and, and uh, our customers really enjoy the sweet potatoes. The, the fun thing that he also does is he grows purple sweet potatoes and white sweet potatoes Ooh. as well. Do they taste different? Uh, I know that purple, we've talked about that before uh, when you were in the studio, the different kind of uh, potatoes that uh, are different colors and taste different, a Yukon versus a purple. Uh, do sweet potatoes have that same distinctive change in flavor? I, I think they're slightly different, but I know um, the other day I posted a picture of our sweet potatoes on our Facebook page, and a customer posted that they made a sweet potato pie out of purple sweet potatoes. Oh, man. Yeah, it was just like this vibrant purple color. Oh, um, that was beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. How fun. And I bet it tastes, 
I bet yeah. it tasted delicious as a, well. A cartoon sweet potato pie. Why? Because yeah. it's glow-in-the-dark purple. That's why. <laughs> for sure. So, for sure. Awesome. So did you uh, did you pull out some uh, uh, favorite recipes of you and uh, your partner and Ardell, or how, what do we? What do you want to share with us today? I I wanted to go along the sweet potato idea a little bit. Okay. Um, some of our favorite ways to make sweet potatoes, and I'm. I figured it would be a little timely with us thinking about getting ready for Thanksgiving. Sure. And then I also uh, brought a recipe for soup with sweet potatoes that you could use your turkey leftovers oh. in and, and make a, a fun soup. I, I have um, made Thanksgiving soup before with, uh, with yeah. a variety of the Thanksgiving mainstays. Uh, their form has changed a little bit and then made into soup with turkey and mashed potatoes and or, or sweet potatoes and vegetables and so forth. So I'll be interested in uh, hearing about yours. Where do you want to start? What's on top? Yeah, my my first one is a recipe for maple cranberry sweet potatoes. So Ooh. these are just baked sweet potatoes with like a cranberry, like a savory cranberry relish on Man, top. You don't have to go very far to get fresh cranberries these days either, do you? <laughs> no, no. And I, I, like at the Viroqua Food Co-op, we really... Uh, try to focus on what's local and in season. And yeah. so uh, Wisconsin being the top cranberry producer in the United States, I really wanted to feature those. Uh, I know just a little bit north of us in the cranberry bogs, like in the Nasida area and the Toma area, there's so many cranberry farms. Uh, it's, it's great to kind of highlight those uh, as being a delicious sure. local food this time right. of year. Let's do it. You got me hungry. Yeah. Yeah. So our ingredients here and, um, you can scale this up if you're if you're making some more food for more people, but uh, your ingredients are two sweet potatoes. Well, and let me ask you this then, right off the bat, the recipe you're going to share is to feed how many people? Uh, it says four, four servings. Okay, so four. Yes. All right. So up or down, yeah. depending on how big your Thanksgiving pod will be. <laughs> yes, exactly, exactly. So the ingredients are two sweet potatoes, one tablespoon vegetable oil. Uh, that could be olive oil or canola oil or, you know, butter if you want. Um, a half cup peeled and minced shallots. I would just use onions just because shallots are just kind of like a sweeter uh, onion. A little bit more expensive. Yeah, sort, sort of onion. I would just use onions because that's what I have in my, my kitchen right now. Uh, one teaspoon, one teaspoon uh, minced fresh ginger. Uh, it says to peel it, but I'm really lazy and I never peel ginger. Uh, I, I don't really know, especially when you're making something like this, like a sauce, uh, the skin will kind of just disappear. Well, and you, you're um, going to grate it though anyway, aren't you? I, I, um, I guess I don't peel it either, depending on how it's going to be uh, presented in the dish. But most of the time yeah. I just grab that knuckle of of a ginger and uh, rub it on the grater until I have enough and call it Definitely. good. Definitely. No yeah. That, that's how I would do it as well. Right, I'd probably right. grate it. But if too. someone doesn't have a, a, a nice like uh, grater, they can just mince it with their knife. If they live in Wisconsin, uh, they have a grater. Come on. Nobody, yes, they do. <laughs> nobody lives in Wisconsin without a grater. <laughs> that's very true. And then um, you're going to get Three and a half, four cups cranberries. These can be fresh or frozen, depending on what you're going to do. I know I have some in my freezer right now. So if I made this right now, I'd, I'd uh, grab the frozen ones out of the freezer. Sure. Uh, one orange, the juice and the zest. And so I'd probably just get like a navel or Valencia orange. Either one would work. Uh, three tablespoons maple syrup. Uh, since, you know, we're in Wisconsin, we 
we are a big maple syrup producer. We'll use that as our sweetener. Uh, and then one tablespoon butter and then salt and ground black pepper. And to make this, you're gonna just preheat your oven to 400 degrees and you're gonna pierce the skin of each sweet potato several times with a fork and place on a baking sheet. And so you're gonna bake the sweet potatoes whole for about 45 or 60 minutes or until um, a knife goes into them pretty easily. Okay. Uh, so, so it's a pretty passive sort of thing. It's pretty easy. You just put, turn your oven on, pop the sweet potatoes in. And while the sweet potatoes are baking, you're gonna make your cranberry sauce. And so you'll begin heating the oil in a small sauce pot and you're gonna add the, the shallots or onions and ginger and saute over medium high heat for two to three minutes. And then you're gonna add the cranberries, the orange juice and zest, the maple syrup and a pinch of salt and pepper. And you're just gonna bring that sauce to a boil and you're gonna reduce heat and simmer on low for like 10 or 15 minutes. And at that point, uh, all the cranberries will make like this nice popping noise oh, as sure. they pop open. Yeah, yeah. And, and then the sauce will just thicken up and uh, you can remove from heat and stir in a little bit of butter, uh, taste it and add more salt if you want. And once your sweet potatoes are done, you're just gonna cut them lengthwise. So you're not gonna cut them like, so they're rounds. You're gonna cut, cut them the lengths, lengthways so that they have a lot of the orange part exposed. For sure. For sure. I know when um, I'm cooking right now, I'll put him in one of those bumbo seats that kind of has the high sides. Oh, sure, sure. And he'll just, I put him on the kitchen counter and he'll just sit there and watch me cut up stuff. And anytime I throw something in the pan, he's like mesmerized by sizzling and whatnot. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's easy. That'll be easy for him. If he's, yeah. if he's fun to just watch water boil, that'll be awesome. I had an aquarium. I've I've been a, a big aquarium fish keeper for a long time, and the the boys really enjoyed watching fish swim around too. So that was kind of fun. If you're looking for a babysitter other than the TV, set him in front yeah. of the aquarium for a couple of minutes, buddy. Watch the fish. I'll be right back. You count the fish. I got five minutes. I got to do this thing. I got to go in the other room and flip over the whatever I'm cooking. I'll be right back. All right. So we were we got the uh, cranberries popped. And yes, the cranberries popped and the uh, sauce thickens up. Yep. And um, then your sweet potatoes are done and you're going to cut them the lengthways, like across here. Okay. And then portion them up into four different servings and put on a plate. And you're just going to spoon the cranberry sauce right over the top of them. Oh, wow. And serve them right, and serve them right away. So it's kind of cran savory cranberry sauce with sweet potatoes. It's super delicious. Oh, man. So chunks of sweet potato. And uh, cranberry sauce cream, sort of it's cranberry cream, because the cranberry sauce, they get, it gets kind of mushy after you boil it. Will they, they start to dissolve and turn into a... Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it kind of turns into just like a regular, like, homemade cranberry sauce that you oh, have for Thanksgiving. Yum. Uh, and you, you just kind of, and it's a little more savory with the ginger and the, the onions or shallots and then the salt and pepper in there. Awesome. And you put, and put that right over the top. It goes really good with like uh, roasted pork or your turkey for oh, Thanksgiving. Yeah. I'm already I thinking, man, if there's any of that left over, that's going to be awesome in the bottom of my soup pot. 
Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's good. That, sure. Hey, you can't let that go away. That's uh, when you don't have enough to serve two more people, but you do have enough to make it an uh, an ingredient in your Thanksgiving soup. That's going to be delicious because somebody's going to say, "This soup is really good." Is that cranberries? What? Yes, it is. <laughs> that's my special secret ingredient. This my year. special secret ingredient: leftover cranberry sauce. That's mm-hmm. awesome. Well, that's delish and super easy. And these days, super easy is your most important thing, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, definitely. Any anytime I can, like, like I said, he's he's a pretty easy baby. But anytime I can cut things up, he'll just kind of sit on the ta- table and watch me, and I'll tell him what I'm doing. And uh, so he's still and, a good listener, is he? <laughs> thus far, thus far, so far. he's. Uh, We'll we'll see when he starts crawling in the next month here. It seems uh, what if he's willing to listen or if he just wants to crawl away from me. Crawl you know? away. I'm just going over here, Dad. I'll be back <laughs> as soon as I find out what's going on over here. Do you have any pets? Yeah. We we don't have any pets, oh. uh, but I know that I know we haven't really baby proofed our house yet. So we're kind of like, oh gosh, don't yeah. start crawling yet. <laughs> Well, and, and just be sure you measure him so you baby-proof the house up to here because he's this tall, and then go another foot above that because when you're not looking, that three-foot-tall baby can instantly become a four-foot-tall baby and not tell you how. It just happens. You come into a room uh-huh. and you think, how in the heck did you get up there? I'm not telling you, Dad. <laughs> That's my secret. I'm not telling you, but I did it. I figured it out. It was great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's he's been try, he's been trying to crawl lately, but he can't crawl forward. He just ends up scooting backwards, right? Ah, now. well, at least you know anything you want to keep secret, put it in front of him. <laughs> yes, exactly. He can't see it. We're Cooley Region cooking with my friend Bjorn and his uh, very inquisitive son from the Viroqua Food Co-op. We'll take care of a little business and be right back. Bjorn is my guest, but Ardea is the star of Cooley Region Cooks from the Viroqua Food Co-op. Ardea, Bjorn, and Heidi's beautiful baby. How old is Ardea, Bjorn? Half month old now. How many? Right around around Thanksgiving. He'll be six months old. Uh Uh-huh. Well, good. Mm -hmm. He's starting to get around. No teeth or anything yet, right? Not that I have seen in his mouth. Or felt. Um, or felt. Uh, but he likes to chew on everything right yeah. now, no matter what it is. There's, there, there's no discrimination. Oh, that's a page? That's a cord? That's a sweet potato? I'm going to chew on it. Yeah, I got I to gotta see what that's like in the first place it goes is in his mouth. Well, as long as it's too big to swallow, that's what uh, my pediatrician told me. You know, there is no, just so you know, Mike, there's no way you're going to keep everything out of his mouth. He is going to put anything he can get a hold of in his mouth. My suggestion to you as the father of, I can't remember, as the father of five children, uh, three of which were little, my suggestion is to you make sure that nothing he can reach is small enough that he could swallow. 
because whatever it is, he's going to put it in his mouth. If he can't swallow it, you know, your cell phone, your headphones, whatever it is, he's going to grab that sweet potato and put it in his mouth. If it's big, if it's so big he can't swallow it, then it's not a, then it's then it's safe because he'll get tired of it after a while. <laughs> For sure. For sure. All right, so cook me some sweet potato pie. Yeah, I so I will give a caveat here that this this recipe is a little bit of a pain in the butt to make, but it's so delicious that it's worth it. And I probably make it three or four times a year, definitely for Thanksgiving, but uh, at other points as well. And so I'll just rattle through the the ingredients real quickly, but you're going to need two pounds of sweet potatoes, um, two tablespoons of butter, a, a cup of sugar, three large eggs plus two large egg yolks, uh, a half a teaspoon nutmeg, a fourth a teaspoon of salt, uh, one tablespoon of bourbon or whiskey, uh, one tablespoon molasses, a teaspoon of vanilla, three-fourths cup whole milk, Uh, a fourth cup packed dark brown sugar, and then you're going to want a one recipe or uh, a pie crust. Okay. And you're going to want it, you want it partially baked um, before you put things in. Okay. Uh, So I'm not going to talk about making pie crust because that's another whole conversation. But um, so what you're going to do to make the sweet potato pie is you're going to turn the oven on 350 and you're going to poke your sweet potato all over with a, a paring knife or a fork. And you're going to bake your sweet potatoes uh, until they're nice and soft. And I usually do this ahead of time, like if I'm making another meal in the the oven. And then once they're nice and soft, you're going to uh, just mash them with the butter, with the two tablespoons of butter. Uh, Sometimes I just throw it in the food processor just to make it a little bit faster. And then you're going to whisk together your granulated sugar, your eggs, your egg yolks, nutmeg, salt in a medium bowl. You're going to stir in your bourbon or whiskey and your molasses, your vanilla, your milk. And then you're going to gradually add the egg mixture to the mashed sweet potatoes. The mashed sweet potatoes are warm at this point, so you kind of want to add them slowly so you don't scramble your egg. (laughs) Okay. And then once they're all mixed together, you're going to sprinkle the bottom of your warm, like half-baked pie crust with the brown sugar. And this is a super important part because it creates like this really nice sugary molassesy layer on the bottom. Oh, yeah. And then kind of a crust on top pour, of the crust. Yeah, yeah. And then you're going to pour in your sweet potato mixture and you're going to bake your pie uh, in a 350-degree oven for about 45 minutes and it's going to be I've learned over the years that you're just going to want to do it until the center of the pie just jiggles ever so slightly okay you're going to pull it out and uh, you're going to let it cool down to room temperature if you can if you can bear to let it cool down to room temperature (laughs) and then serve it with with plenty of whipped cream well and and the sweet potato pie is is still delicious I'll bet even more delicious when it's warm, right? Oh, yeah, it sure is, but it hasn't quite set all the way usually. That's okay. So So it's sweet potato pie soup. I'm okay with that. (laughs) If it mushes out over the plate, I'm good with that. Hey, Bjorn, I got to say thank you so very much for Cooley Region cooking with me. You and Ardea were 
really fun to hang out with for an hour this morning. When I get a 2021 20, calendar, can we do it again? Yes. Yeah, yeah, definitely. All 